You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's do this. It's the Locked On Thunder podcast for Wednesday. I am Eric G., your gracious and humble host. And if this thing moves a little faster than some of the others, it's because our state legislature here in the state of Oklahoma is still not giving the teachers what they deserve. And that means I've got to go pick up kids. And I know I'm not the only one going through this. So if you are like Brett Michaels, a raise a toast to all of us who are breaking our backs every day, or at least you who are breaking your back every day to get your kids where they need to go on time. To all the parents of the world and all the teachers of the world, I say salute. So let me tell you what's coming up here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am personally guaranteeing or whatever that's worth, that Russell Westbrook will in fact get 16 rebounds tonight and thus average a triple-double for the second straight year. That is going to happen. After what I've seen at practice and shoot-around the last couple of days, the vibe I'm getting from these players, it's money in the bank. Also in segment one, we'll hear from Paul George, Billy Donovan, and Carmelo Anthony on, well, who else? Russell Westbrook. In segment number two, This game tonight pits a team that has aspirations of competing for a championship and another team that would probably like to get better odds of drafting in the top five, and that would be the Memphis Grizzlies. So how will the Grizzlies approach this game tonight? Billy Donovan gives us some insight on that. And then in segment number three, we go back to Russell Westbrook. Carmelo Anthony had some interesting things to say about Russ and why he had rushed gel so well, plus Kevin Durant is going to opt out of his contract with the Golden State Warriors. And do I see at any point a Kevin Durant-Oklahoma City reunion? I think it could happen, and I'll tell you how, coming up a little bit later on. If you like what you hear, go to LockedOnThunder.com. We have Russell Westbrook's interview from today at Shoot Around, it's NSFW, so unfortunately you're not going to hear any of that audio today on the podcast, but you can watch it and get the whole interview at LockedOnThunder.com. You can also get Paul George's comments today there, plus Billy Donovan, Carmelo Anthony from yesterday, and anything that happens prior and after the game with players and coaches is all posted at LockedOnThunder.com. My name is Eric G., And I am a credentialed member of the media. I go to practice. I go to shoot around. I'll be at the game tonight. I'll be at all the playoff games doing whatever I can to get the story to you. The players, the coaches, the front office, the message they want to get to the fans. I try and be that liaison. I did radio in Oklahoma City for a few years hosting Thunder pre and post games. And I've covered the team now for five years. And I'm very privileged to be talking to you about them and with you about them because I too am a native Oklahoman and... I love me some Oklahoma City Thunder. All right, so as I said at the beginning, I am personally guaranteeing that Russell Westbrook gets 16 rebounds tonight. And if he doesn't get 16, I'll be shocked. Absolutely shocked because there was an edginess to him today that was more than his usual Russell Westbrook annoyance with having to talk to the media at any time during his practice or playing. Like You could just tell Russell Westbrook was ticked and he was asked point blank about Stephen Adams in the process essentially what what that question translates to when he was asked about Stephen Adams and where does Stephen Adams figure in this process is does Stephen Adams give up defensive rebounds in order for you 
to get them. That that's that's the way I interpreted the question. Maybe that's not the way it was meant to be asked, but Russell certainly had an answer for it. Carmelo Anthony saying yesterday that Russell Westbrook steals defensive rebounds, and, and of course Russell take that in jest because it's coming from a teammate. But Russ wasn't having it today. He wasn't wanting to hear about his critics, and he's certainly tired of everybody saying that he pads his stats. As far as Paul George goes. Paul George is very anxious to see Russell Westbrook get this triple-double average or average a triple-double for the second straight year. And as far as Russell's mindset, how he's going to approach the game, what he's thinking about tonight, Paul George says it's still team first. I mean, I, I, I think he'll be the first to tell you that's not how he approached games. Um, you know, Russ is a guy that, that whatever the team needs, whatever you know he feels he needs to do, he's going to do. That just naturally happens that he gets those triple doubles. Uh, but I don't think he's looking at tonight as, as a milestone that he has to get to um, for that you know, triple double average. Uh, in fact, he's probably going to go out and, and just do it naturally just because um, he knows that's what we need from him. And I don't doubt that. And you can tell George is feeding off Russell's energy right now. Carmelo's feeding off Russell's energy. Even Billy Donovan. It, yesterday seemed a little grumpy. Now, granted, I get it, it was a late night, and I don't know, there was some podcast guy that mentioned that the Portland Trailblazers would beat Oklahoma City if they met up in the first round, which luckily we don't have to worry about that, and we'll talk playoff scenarios here in just a second. But there's, it is almost as if this team is waiting to get to the postseason. They're chomping at the bit to prove to everyone that they are the team that we all thought they would be. And I still have my doubts. I, I Paul George says you can't flip a switch, that you've got to be playing consistently going into the playoffs. Carmelo Anthony says you can. And the Thunder seem to be thriving off the fact that they have got these really close games, these very important games to play down the stretch that are helping them get over the hump. The other thing that they have is one angry Russell Westbrook. And throughout the year, they've needed Russ to be Russ more than probably what they thought because when two superstars came in, it was all thought by us that Russell Westbrook could defer and these guys would pick Russ up and Russ wouldn't have to carry the load the way that he did last season. But that hasn't turned out to be. Both Paul George and Carmelo Anthony have not been exactly what they were sold to be, and Russ needed to be his last year self as well as this year's self. And Billy Donovan here talks about the reliance on Russell Westbrook and what the Thunder will need once the playoffs get started. There's a balance between him totally changing who he is at the detriment of our team. And there's also a balance of probably not having to shoulder so much of the load as he did a year ago. There's a balance between there. And I think as the season's gone on, he's worked really hard and has been really committed to find that balance. And I think because of that, I think our offensive numbers started to get involved, uh, started to get better. There's been games where he hasn't taken a lot of shots. There's been games he's taken more shots. There's been games where Carmelo's gotten, you know, 22 or 25. There's been games where Paul's gotten 30-something. There's been games where Paul, you know, has had 15. You know, it, it's all varies based on what the defense is giving you and how you're playing. So... I still think as a point guard and as a great player, you're always going to have a reliability and dependability on him. But we have a reliability and dependability on Steven. We have a reliability and dependability on Carmelo and Paul. 
we wrote the dependability on Raymond. You know, with the second unit, there's just certain things that those guys have to do as players to help our team. So I think it's totally different. But I do think, you know, us being as a team reliable or, or needing to be reliable on Russ, um, we need that for us to become the best version of ourselves. Just like we need the same thing at Paul, Stephen, Carmelo, and our bench unit. Nobody's different. Everybody's got to be reliable and dependable. Mentioned playoff scenarios, so real quick, let me jump into that. And yesterday I may have given out some wrong information, but the Thunder cannot get the seventh spot. No matter what happens after tonight, they will not be playing Golden State in the first round, which the Warriors are probably very happy about. The Thunder can finish eighth and play the Rockets. They can finish fourth and end up playing the Jazz. And really, that's what I think is going to happen, is the Thunder win tonight, the Jazz lose tonight, the Thunder vault into fourth, and then it's the Thunder playing the Jazz in that 4-5 game. And when that happens, when i just say when that happens, David Locke and I tomorrow will do a podcast that is a preview of the Jazz-Thunder matchup. Now back to the, the topic at hand, which is Russell Westbrook, and can he get 16 more rebounds tonight? Also, what do his teammates think about all this? How much are they talking about it? Certainly we are, but are they discussing it? Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's much uh, discussion about it. Um, but I know there's not much discussion. I don't think. But I know that there's not much discussion about you know hitting those milestones. Um, but we're all aware of it. Uh, you know, I think being in the game and the way that uh, social media is today, um, you almost have to be aware of kind of what's happening and especially if you you know really engage into social media um, so guys are aware of, of, of what's happening um, on the flip side of that I wasn't aware of that till you just said that <laughs> so maybe I need to do a better job on social media uh, but you know it's, it's, it's just a thing where you just let it happen and then when it happens it's you know you you're, you're happy for that person you congratulate them uh, I think guys that's around other guys who's coming up on milestones or hitting milestones, it really doesn't sink in until later on, you know, when you can look back and reflect on, on these moments. I take Melo's comments much like I take how a team treats a pitcher when he's going for a no-hitter or a perfect game. Announcers can talk about it. We can discuss it in the stands. But baseball players are so incredibly superstitious. And more than being superstitious, you don't want to get into a guy's head and make that moment bigger than what it is. Because sometimes players, no matter how good they are, the moment can become too big. So you just leave them alone. You, you allow them to be in their own world and they're going to succeed or fail by what they do. And in baseball, you just do your best to make the plays behind the pitcher so he doesn't get angry at you and then punch you in the locker room afterwards. That's assuming that you're playing with Roger Clemens, who never threw a no-hitter. Anyway, when it comes to Russell Westbrook, we know the moment can't get too big for him. That That's not who Russ is. Russ will be so dialed in tonight, if for no other reason, just to give the middle finger right back to his critics, as he did earlier today, and to get this team on his shoulders and carry them right on through the playoffs. And right now, I would say next to LeBron James, there is no player in the NBA more motivated than Russell Westbrook for his team to do good. 
in the playoffs. And yesterday I told you that I, I didn't finish this up, but I told you that this would be the most meaningful championship for LeBron James. It will be. Because Cleveland has been so out of sorts this year. You had Isaiah Thomas. You had Kyrie Irving leaving. You had the, all the Kevin Love drama. You had the trade. It really has fallen on LeBron. And LeBron has taken a lot of the brunt because he's the de facto GM in Cleveland. Well, this is LeBron's chance to, to kind of stick it to a lot of people as well. So this is it. I, if the Cavaliers were to win a championship, this one would mean more to LeBron James than any championship he's won with either the Cavs or the Miami Heat. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. You are part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Coming up in segment number two, Billy Donovan gives us some insight on how the Grizz might approach tonight's game. If you're a business owner and your desired demographic is men between the ages of 18 and 44, then you've come to the right place, the Locked on Thunder podcast. 98% of the people that listen to this podcast are men. 80% of those are between the ages of 18 and 44. And we want to help your business grow. They want to hear about your business. Also, they're very loyal. They're very loyal to the Locked On Podcast Network because we super serve our fans by giving them daily podcasts on their favorite team. And you're not going to get that anywhere else. Email us at LockedOnPodcastNetwork at gmail.com. Find out about our very reasonable rates and come aboard. Find out how easy it is to be a part of the Locked On Podcast Network and find out what we can do for you. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Segment number two now of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Interesting game tonight only because you've got two teams traveling in very opposite directions. The Oklahoma City Thunder trying to get their knives sharp for a playoff run and the Memphis Grizzlies want to increase their odds in the draft lottery of getting a better player than what they've got right now and start that rebuilding, or better players than what they've got right now and start that rebuilding process. Or get some trade made. Whatever, look, I don't know what the Grizzlies are going to do. I just know they want to be able to draft higher. How, how does that sound? So what do they do? How do you approach it if you're them? It benefits you to lose. It benefits the Oklahoma City Thunder to win. It seems like this would be a good mutual thing to have an agreement before the game, let the Thunder improve their playoff seating and let you improve your draft selection. But at the same time, remember, these are players. And put yourself in their shoes. Especially if you know you're coming back to this team next year or you're about to have a long summer off and there's only so much golf you can play, only so much time you can spend on a boat. How would you approach it? How professional would you want to be? Do you care about the integrity of the game? Billy Donovan now on how the Grizzlies could be playing tonight. For for any any player, I think, in this league that gets the opportunity to play, you want to take full advantage of that. You know, the one thing I respect about their team and um, you know, is their guys play hard. I know that they've had different lineup changes in the last game. Um, you know, Gasol didn't play, and uh, Evans is not, has not played, and even before the trade deadline, he didn't play early, and different guys have played. But the one thing you have to say about them is they play hard, they play, and they compete, and they're an NBA team. And, and you know, in this league, if um, you know, if 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 you're not really uh, playing at a high level with great focus and attention to detail, it's really hard to win. You know, so for us, it's about you know, how do we approach our last game, and do we? You know, try to build off of, two, you know, two two road wins 
and get better and flush what's happened here in Miami and in Houston and understand that this is the last game before we go again into the playoffs. And we want to be playing our best basketball and be, be going into the, into the playoffs, um, you know, coming off a good game. Personally, if it were me, and this is, this is all an age thing, if I'm a young guy, I'm playing my butt off tonight. If I'm on a contract and I've got another two or three years on that contract, I want to prove that I am valuable to that organization or at least valuable enough that you can trade me someplace where I might rather be and you get something good in return. So I'm balling out tonight. I'm doing everything I can to knock off the Oklahoma City Thunder if I'm a member of the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm putting up as many points, grabbing as many rebounds. If I'm a point guard, it's all assist. It's just... It's go to it. I'm acting like we're at game five or game 35 and there's still a playoff berth up for grabs. If I'm a vet, even if I got a couple of years left on the contract or especially if I know I'm not coming back, I don't want to play this game. Don't want any part of it at all. I would rather rest my body, not take any risk, not put any more wear and tear on it. It's game 82. We've already kind of given up on the season. The organization doesn't really care about what happens to me. Heck, you might be trading me, and it might not be in your best interest to let me play and get hurt, and it might not be in my best interest for to play and get hurt. So it's an age thing. Young guys play hard. Older guys, you know it's game 82, and you're ready to hit the links come tomorrow. Back to Russell Westbrook. 16, that's it, just 16 rebounds tonight, which sounds like an awful lot. But for Russell Westbrook and with the things that we saw last year, we know that this won't be that hard for him to accomplish. Well, the Thunder have got to get it done tonight if the Oklahoma City Thunder, or if Russell Westbrook wants to average a triple-double for the second straight year. Carmelo Anthony talked earlier about whether or not it was going to be talked about in the locker room and Paul George was asked today about how much he would like to see Russell Westbrook get that triple double. Man, the, the dude is one of a kind. You know, one of a kind. Um, he's, it's, it's, it just says a lot about him. You know, his motor, his makeup, um, his competitiveness. Um, a lot of that is just, you know, that's a different dude. A different type of beast right there. I'm Paul George. I want to see him get that triple double because be a part of history too that's kind of cool that's not something you get a chance to see every single day and now I've got an opportunity to be a part of that as well and and who knows how generous Russell Westbrook is if I help Russell get a, a few assists tonight or if I can help Russell Westbrook get some rebounds who knows maybe he's buying me a Rolex or giving me one of his suits or some sort of fashion tip for the net for the next week but I'm all in because to be there and be a part of that, that's something you can tell the grandkids about later. And yeah, that sounds so cliche and championships are great. But you have to think, being those guys, you're going to be asked about that time and time again. And most most athletes I know in certain situations love telling stories, especially when they get the opportunity to tell them to fans. This is the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast coming up in segment number three. What does Carmelo Anthony have to say about him messing with Russell Russell Westbrook so well? Well, Carmelo will tell you. 
Check out the newest venture from the Locked On Podcast Network. It's called LockedOnSports.com. We have all our podcast house there for every single one of the sports we cover, which is football, Major League Baseball, and of course, the NBA. It's LockedOnSports.com. Before we get to what Carmelo Anthony had to say about Russell Westbrook and why he and Russ meld so well together, remember Alex Abrinas. Probably out tonight in the concussion protocol. In fact, if I'm the Thunder, even if he is cleared to play, I don't bother playing him, don't risk any further injury, and give those minutes to Terrence Ferguson, Billy Donovan on Terrence, and getting those minutes from Alex. Yeah, I feel I feel bad for him. Um, you know, Somebody else would step up. I give Terrence a lot of credit for coming in and playing well when he was called upon in the second half. But Alex has done a really, really good job. He said, to your point, didn't shoot the ball particularly well in Houston. He did make a big shot to give us momentum going into the game against Miami when we were down. Um, and, and for him, you want him out there, you know, because he's, he's been through a lot this year. You know, training camp, injuries, battle, but he's, I think he's gotten to himself to a place right now where he's played, you know, he's played really good basketball. Is it affirming for you of your philosophy that you have so much experience invested in Terrence and Josh throughout the course of the season that they, you know, that you feel confident using those guys without them. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens sometimes, you know, during the course of the season is, you know, if you just go into the season and say, okay, these are eight or nine guys we're going to play, so many things can happen. And um, like I said, you know, Josh hadn't played for a while, but he was in the rotation for a period of time and came in and gave us good minutes against Golden State. You know, Terrence, you know, last couple of games hasn't been in the rotation, but all of a sudden, you know, Alice goes down and he knocks down a big three to the corner. So you want to keep all these guys engaged. They're all good players. They're good guys. They're good they're good team players. They all are unselfish. They all understand there's a level of sacrifice you have to give up for the team. But the biggest thing is you want to keep yourself ready to play. And I think as a coaching staff, we have a job and a responsibility to keep these guys engaged. You know, and sometimes it may not be always in the rotation, but it may be like on a day like today where guys are out of the rotation and, and working with them and helping them and making a commitment to help them, help them grow. Carmelo Anthony and Russell Westbrook, good friends, great teammates. They've known each other since the USA basketball days together. They mesh really well. It's just a great pairing between the two. Carmelo Anthony now on why these two get along so well. Kind of together a lot in Vegas yep. in that Team USA setting. Did was there a reason why you guys kind of connected at that even? Yeah, well, I, I always use like a um, like an analogy. Like you know, I always say lions hang with lions, and you know that's something that I, I, I truly believe in, and you you gravitate to that. Like you don't see a lion going to hang with. Uh, a puma or you know a, a rhino like you don't see those animals hanging together like lions hang with lions and I think to my point that that goes to show that uh, I think that was one of the reasons why we gravitated to one another just his approach to the game his mindset to the game his focus uh, and him wanting to win you know and and I, I think uh, back in 2012 um, you know it was just something that we we clicked you know we, we became close friends we clicked uh, I think it was a, a mutual respect, even though he was a you know he was younger coming to the league, but it was a mutual respect um, of, of his game and, and of my game and kind of just as, as as people. And Russell took that as a great compliment today. You can see Russell's entire interview at LockedOnThunder.com. NSFW. I've said that a thousand times during the podcast, but just remember if you open it at work or around the kids, you were. 
you were warned about Russ's language. Finally, Kevin Durant is not going to re-sign with Golden State, or at least he's going to opt out of his contract with Golden State. And you can look at all those scenarios on ESPN.com or go to Locked On Warriors. I'm sure Locked On Warriors will, t- will tell you even more than ESPN.com will on that. But I will say this. Do I think there can be a Kevin Durant Oklahoma City reunion? And I'm talking about the town. Yes, if one simple thing happens. Kevin Durant comes back and wins a championship here, then I think the fans will embrace him. I think maybe that's the only way. You might not agree with that. You might still be kind of a Kevin Durant fan, but until we get our championship, no, Kevin, we're still going to bombard you by calling you a snake and a cupcake and everything else. That wraps up Locked on Thunder. Um, Yeah, even Kevin Durant. ELE, everyone love everyone, will be joined by David Locke tomorrow to preview the Jazz-Thunder matchup. And if it's not Jazz and Thunder, it probably will be Locked On Rockets. So ELE and peace, love, and Thunder Up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.